I'm Stephen Bauman and welcome to another podcast. Today we discuss with one of my students a topic that is very close to my heart. And that is to touch, move, and inspire. To touch, move, and inspire has been the essence of who I am and the basis of my company. And I believe with all my heart that if you paint to communicate to others, to inspire others, to move them, that your artwork will just grow and in itself become meaningful. So sit back and listen to a conversation I'm having with one of my students about the importance of inspiring others, not only just to inspire others to paint and enjoy art, but to inspire others to live with passion. Um, you know, the, the motto for my company is to touch, move, and inspire millions of people. To touch, move, and inspire millions of people. That drives me forward. That makes me. Now, if you notice, I'm not talking about making money. When I ask people, what do you want to do with your life? They tell me, oh, I want to make financially success. I want to look good. I want to be this. I want to, I want to, I want to. And, you know, in fact, that's the problem with Amy Klobuchar, who's running for president is that all she does is, I want to do this, and I want to do this. And I'm like sitting there in the morning show going, I, 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 I. I said, no wonder you're going to lose this thing, because nobody cares what you want. I know, Biden was like that too. Yeah, so, yeah, it's like, I did this, I did this. If you notice, if you listen to Obama and Budovich, you know, when you listen to him, he talks about we, and the people, and us, and as a community. And, you know, we, you know, and, and he rarely brings attention to himself. And, and for some reasons, because a lot of people don't approve of his lifestyle and stuff. So, you know, he doesn't talk about this is what I want. Nobody cares what you want, what you what. And but the thing is, it's kind of like that conversation I had with that student. Nobody really, you know, it's like, I'm sorry, but that's that's your issue. Um, it's, you know, when people when I myself, the way that I work my life with is that my, my motto for my company is to touch, move, and inspire millions of people. It has nothing to do with me. It's what I want to do for others. And when you're in the service of others, when you move others, when you actually become a person that touches people to the point that they cry, you start feeling what, what art is. Now, a lot of people, they say, so what is art? Art is communication. Well, what do you want to communicate? Well, something that, that is a subconscious human emotion that you can touch in a way that it makes other people move and, and they're inspired. Yeah. And you know, when you look at really great art, when you look at really great art in other ways, writing, theater, poetry, music, if you can create somebody to have emotions, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be anything. I don't care that you want to paint a, a, a simple little pretty rose. I mean, yeah, that's okay. But if you paint a rose in such a way that it causes somebody else to go, oh my God, that rose really makes me feel that I can smell it. I can be present. It reminds me of my grandmother when I would go sit and walk through her rose garden. And that rose there was a rose that she had. Thank you. Thank you. That, that moves me. I can smell it. When you can create artwork that stimulates people's memories, that inspires them, Spielberg turns a stupid 
uh, clay figurine and and chicken wire into something that makes you cry mm -hmm. and you're like going et phone home and you're in you're in friggin' tears you can't even tell the story without relating to it you know that's really art and i'm so glad you got an opportunity to to feel the power to feel the power that you have i sent the picture to the lady i did the book cover i said it's all dry now because i did the um the varnish on it and it's been sitting here drying and i finally it was dry enough i put it in the frame and it looked so pretty so i sent her a picture and i said i'm shipping this today but i just wanted to send you a picture look at how beautiful it is she was she is so excited she she cannot wait she's getting it wednesday she cannot wait to get it mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and see it's and and it's not just her you know it's this other guy that you had today too i and, know it was one of those days like holy holy mackerel now people ask me they say why do you stick all your are your animals on the edge of a cliff and I go, because it makes people feel like their life is off balance. Yeah, I love, I, every time I draw something, it's got to be on a cliff. And it makes people feel like, wow. Because, you know, when you're standing on the cliff, usually the sensation is to get back or watch out or you have a real vertigo kind of feeling and stuff. You feel more alive than if you're just standing in a field. So I like paintings to have that kind of feeling. I like the moment when ordinary things become extraordinary because those are the moments that other people wake up. Most people go through life in desperation and, and not paying attention. They're not, they're not living their life. And a lot of people say, oh my God, it's like the effect of light is like recreating the, the essence of God. And so when we actually see that, that moment when light becomes extraordinary, we sense and feel something that's bigger and grander than us. And that's the point that you want to try to strive when you're working with people is to get them to that point. And the thing is, you just opened up the box of possibility. You know, if I talked yeah. to you weeks ago, it said, you know, you're going to paint something that's going to make somebody actually like sit down and, 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 you know, be emotional over it. You would have said, ah, yeah, right. But you realize today that it's possible. And this is not even like a major piece. You know, this is, this, this, this piece is just the opening of that. I mean, I found this out when I was, when I was, how old was I, 16, 15, 16? And I lived in a lagoon, uh, lagoons up in Lake Tahoe. We lived, I didn't live in a lagoon. I'm not, I'm not a monster, but I, you know, I lived, I lived in Lake Tahoe. We had uh, keys and the keys were in lagoons. They carved these lagoons out of a swamp, ruined Lake Tahoe, but still. And so I grew up there. I, I've always been really connected with uh, wildlife. And so while we were living there and I was young and stuff, we had an early freeze. And the mallard ducks that were in our lagoon were frozen into the ice. Oh. Their legs, they couldn't get out. So the Humane Society went out to go shoot them all. Which just absolutely, as a young kid, just destroyed me. Just absolutely, just like... I, yeah. Were you saving them? No. Oh no, there wasn't. And so, you know, they're doing that humanely. But for me, that was just a, an incredible thing. So what did I do as an artist? This is, I mean, this is me as a young boy. I get a huge canvas. I mean, we're talking six feet by eight feet. Oh, wow. Stretched. And I stretched it myself. And I didn't know that much about stretching canvases at the time. 
And I painted a painting of the mallard ducks that were being killed, freed and flying um, across the view that I had in my backyard. You know, I released them through art. And it's just, you know, that, that kind of emotion came through in my painting. And people who looked at it, they were moved, especially when I told them the story. Of course. Painting has that kind of power. Music has that kind of power. All of the arts are that power. It's trying to communicate to people in a different manner. And paintings, paintings, visual. You know, mm -hmm. so so you felt what that's like to touch, move, and inspire somebody. It was really cool. It was really cool, and I want to do so much more of it. I really yeah. do. It, I, it's, it's like addictive. It's. I want to do more. It really is. I mean, yeah. You know, the thing is they say that the, the purpose is life. The purpose of life is through servitude, by doing things for other people. If you are in the service of other people, you will have a grand life, you know. And so if you use your art in such a way not to make money, if you use your art for other means of communication, to help people, to donate, to, to, to uh, bring a cause, to bring a moment, um, record something to enrich other people's lives, not only will your art be better, but your life will be. You know, when you started this painting for this basketball guy, he was probably like going, oh yeah, well, okay, you know, you're going to do something. Uh-huh, sure, yeah. Pat you on the head and go, well, you know. But the thing is, you went beyond that. He was touched, you know, he was touched. And I mean, he was so much touched that he's going to use the logo. He's He's literally changing his logo and redoing it for and and copying mine. You had you've had you've had nothing but good luck since since we've been working. It's you, my friend. <laughs> I um no, I think it's I think a lot has to do with just you know that energy comes because you cause it. I think it's I think it's amazing. It just kind of shows you that you know we're working on these other projects. And what I would like you to do is, is to kind of tune in while you're working to, to not just get that what you're doing here is not just pretty pictures to hang up in, in you know, somebody's hallway. Is that, you know, these, these paintings could be homages. They're, they're uh, uh, really uh, a moment to capture the essence of, of these monuments, of these buildings. I mean, your forte is buildings and structures and things like that. And it's, with what you're doing with these, it's like you could see a whole collection of them. If you're out painting a, a, a building just because it's a building, you're, you're not quite as connected. But if you're actually thinking about, you know, I'm going to paint this painting for somebody and they may or may not want it, but I'm going to paint it in such a way that there's just no option. They'll have to want it. Yeah, there's just... <laughs> There's just no way that they cannot. Yeah. And you painted you painted to an homage like this is you know this is to glorify the house and you get the lighting and the effects and the feeling that's there, I'm trying to capture yeah. the feeling. I have a wonderful student by the name of Virginia Largo and she she paint she's painted my my dog and um, the paintings that I see that she she does is just extraordinary. They have. She captures the essence of them. Uh, there are a lot of animal painters out there that paint animals and pets, and none of them can key into that emotional um, sense. When she, when I opened up my painting that she did of my dog, I was like in tears. 
Wow. I just, I was like, when I opened it up, it was like, oh my God, that's it. I've never seen anybody be able to do it that well. Uh, same thing with doing houses and stuff. And I, I've got to say, you know, I've painted a lot of houses in, in Mount Shasta. It's always a, a guaranteed sale. Definitely. If you, if you're going to paint somebody's house, but I think it could go beyond that because that's kind of a real short sighted thing. I think, I think if you go out and try to capture the essence of Savannah through these houses so that it records records these magical places, not for gen, this generation, but through the future generations where these places will lose touch. But see, I think, I think then what you're going after is your connection with that area. They're, and they shouldn't be just uh, postcard pictures of these places exactly. it's the human experience they all tell stories i mean that's what's beautiful about old architecture i know i know the the thing is though part of the story uh, of it is is the the glamour of what it was once but it is still kind of got a story of the of its life now you know i think part of it is capturing the decay of grandeur and and the hypocrisy of homelessness and kind of like having those two worlds collide i think you could you could tell a deep story an emotional story that doesn't have to mean that you have to resurrect the glory of once was but it could have us understand you know sad the decay of this is and unfortunately how our relationship with with these historical wonderful places become like destroyed because of of you know elements that now inhabit it um mm-hmm. you know so i think there's a deep emotional connection that you can bring but if you don't have any emotion for anything you really shouldn't be painting it in the first place right. you know as as so i i i ask people so you know, what were you thinking and for the most part you know people don't think very much <laughs> it's like they're not very deep and uh, they're not very educated either. And so it's interesting when you try to present something in such a way, sometimes it's hard for people to really get what you're trying to say. But, um, but the thing is, what's, what's fun as an artist is to try to capture that for people, to try to make them think, to yeah. have them see. Because yeah. in, the, in that process, you could actually cause people to rise up and try to restore or rise up to try to help the homeless or you know, rise up, you know, your, your painting could be the beginning of conversations that, you know, cause things to happen. Yeah, you know, just like with, with your friend here, he wants you to have an art show, right? Isn't that kind of the way that you're doing this for right now? Yeah, that's what he said. We definitely have to plan it. And, you know, that's what he said. So yeah. we'll see. But see, the things that all happened out of, you know, working with him at first and then actually causing a painting to, to be, to inspire him to actually do that for you. So it's like, like I say, my, my purpose in life is to touch, move and inspire. And you can see that's the same thing that your work has done is to touch, move and inspire. So there you have it. In order to create great art, you have to create paintings that inspire others. It's not about you. It's about the work that you generate and what impact that has on the viewer. If you'd like to get more information about coaching or information about my PBS television show, you can do so at my website at www.stephanbauman.com. 
There you can also register for a free book, Everything You Need to Know About Painting. If you'd like to see more information about painting, please go to my YouTube video station. If you'd like to give me a call, please do so at 415-606-9074, and I'd love to discuss with you the possibility of coaching. Until then, keep your brushes wet, your canvas upright, and enjoy painting with passion. Mm -hmm.